This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. Welcome to Free Wong Connection. I am here with Kendra Booth talking about music therapist. So, how did you get involved with becoming a music therapist? I have um, always loved music since I was five years old. I played the piano. Um, fourth grade started playing the trumpet. And then when I went to college, I was going to major in music and psychology. And then somebody said, hey, what about music therapy? And I went from there. Wow. Mm -hmm. What kind of therapist is a music therapist? So I use music to work on any type of goal or objective that the kids that I work with need, whether it be reading or working on using their hands appropriately or communicating, um, being able to take turns. We just use music to um, we use music to focus on their goal areas. Wow. Can you tell us more about the goals of your clients and the ways that music makes a difference? Mm -hmm. um, I work with students. So I work with kids ages you know, 18 months up to 26. And the goals that we work on are all educational or academic. Um, I support occupational therapy, I support speech therapy, I support any type of educational goal. Um, you know, whether it be learning how to talk or learning how to um, walk or learning how just to sit because sometimes the kiddos that I work with have a hard time sitting. We also work on academic skills like colors and numbers and that kind of stuff. Well, mm -hmm. how does speech therapy work with music? So music, um, music is kind of what engages everybody. It's oftentimes, I mean, we listen to it in the shower or we listen to it driving a car. Music is something that everybody can understand. And scientifically, music is incorporated in, in every portion of our brain. Wow. So, um, you know, it's just something that can really be used to pull what we need out of kids. Wow, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. Yeah. <laughs> What is challenging about being a music therapist? Um, what is challenging about being a music therapist? Um, I would say always, like I love music, but always having to do music can be hard. If I am in a mood where I am tired, you know, to be engaging and do music is often hard. So it doesn't matter on how I'm feeling. I always need to bring myself up to that challenge of doing music and helping that student that I'm with. Wow. <laughs> what is the most rewarding part of your job 
of one. What is the one of your favorite memories? So I can start with rewarding. Favorite memories is hard too. Rewarding is when I am able to engage a child who has difficulty engaging and they're laughing or they're smiling or they're really playing music with me. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, the favorite memories is just when I see that, that happiness, that engagement, the child. Um, yeah, I can't do a specific memory, but it's just really rewarding when I see progress. Wow. You know, if a student has never spoken before and they actually make a sound during a song, that's, it's cool. Does that make you happy? I love my job. Love it. Love it. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, by becoming a therapist, how are you going to reach out to other people? How to reach out to other people? Um, you know, I think that when I initially start working with a child and the family sees it and the educational um, team sees the positiveness, I feel like that's kind of my reach that way, is that they see that positive and they know, okay, maybe this works, and they start asking more about what music therapy is. Wow. And I'm able to reach more people that way. So like I got a lot of people to like it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... When you do your therapy, do you have a favorite song that you like? A favorite song? <laughs> um, I probably can't say a favorite song because every month I try to do a, a new song or a new theme or something. And most of the songs I sing are the early childhood songs. Um, so right now, you know, we're doing a lot of Apple songs, Wheels on the Bus, ABCs. Favorite song? That's a hard one too. Look, what is your favorite song? <laughs> well, when I first grew up, my favorite was ABCs. ABCs, yep. Yeah. A lot of kids like that. That's a song that they even hear on YouTube and stuff. So that's a favorite song. I like the songs. I, I can't even hard say I'm got a favorite song right now because they're fun. So. Wow. <laughs> so when you got started this music therapy that you had the most fun time you ever had? I think so. Um, you know, in school when I was going through getting my music therapy degree and my license and stuff, and it was tough, but um, now that I'm out there working, I absolutely enjoy it. Every day is fun. You know, no matter what I go in, I do my time with the kids, love it. Um, it's just, it's, it's a good time. Uh, thank you for joining today, Kendra. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So that was Kendra Boo for Music Therapist. My name is Luke Jumway, the host of Future Moon Connection. Thank you for watching Future Moon Connection. Hi, welcome back to Future Moon Connection. This time, I'll be interviewing Diana Brookins, talking about volunteer coordinator. So, how did you get involved with volunteering? How did I get involved with volunteering? Um, probably, it, you know, it started at a very young age. It was something that was ingrained in us as children to volunteer and give back to our community. And it has been something that I've been doing my whole life. And when this job came up, I just felt like it was a perfect fit for my skills and my talents and, and what I wanted to do in life. Wow. 
Have you always worked at the hospital here on Midland? Um, I have been at the hospital now for 25 years, but wow. I originally came from the Detroit area. So I held a few different jobs while I was down there. But, um, but I've been here at my Michigan for 25 years. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. What kind of opportunities are there for people to get involved at the hospital? So as far as volunteer opportunities go, we have um, quite a few different selections of positions or services that, um, that a person can become involved in. So we have reception services where you help greet our patients and visitors. Um, we have positions where you have a little more patient contact, like volunteering in the emergency department or in our infusion center. Um, we also have volunteers that are in our health and fitness areas. One of the areas that you volunteered in, Luke, in the cardiac pulmonary rehab. And um, then we also have different groups such as our Cosmic Canine Cure who have therapy dogs who come in and visit our patients. Wow. So there's quite a variety. Um, there's about 20 different services to choose from. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. What can they do volunteering at the hospital is in fun? Well, you know, for, for a volunteer to come in, I think the first thing that we do is we need to create purpose. And so knowing that each job is touching somebody, helping somebody, helping to create and build relationships um, is probably just the first step. We, the fun comes from getting to know other people, enjoying those friendships, and, you know, making it easy is, is that, you know, it's not a job. Um, we're flexible with schedules, although people do have schedules. Um, and we just try to create an environment where, um, where everyone is welcome and uh, you go home feeling fulfilled at the end of the day. Wow. Sounds like a lot of fun. Well, you had fun when you were there. <laughs> what was the most challenging about finding volunteers? Well, um, it's probably finding the right fit for them. Like I said, we have a lot of different services. And so, um, you know, what is it that you're seeking? A lot of times people will come to me and they'll say, just put me where I'm needed. Um, but actually that's not the best thing. The best thing to do is to find out what their interests are, what it is that they'd like to do and what they're hoping to get out of volunteering. So finding that right fit is generally where, um, you know, the biggest challenge comes into. Wow. What was the most rewarding part of your job or what was one of your favorite memories? So, you know, I think one of the most rewarding parts is, um, is just having our volunteers um, feel like there's a sense of family with us, that um, it's a place that, uh, that they come, they're accepted, they're welcomed, they enjoy um, you know, being there, and they've found a place to be. So a lot of times we'll have people who maybe lost a spouse, 
and they just don't know what to do to fill their hours anymore. And they come, you know, to the hospital and volunteer. And so not only are they giving back, but they're, you know, making friendships that are going to help carry them through the tough times. Wow. Was there, what was the most scariest thing that happened? The scariest thing that happened? Hmm. Well, unfortunately, um, over the years that I've been there, we've had to take a few volunteers to the emergency department for different reasons. Wow. And that's probably the scariest is, is when, um, when I get a call and say, you know, one of your volunteers um, is having an incident and, you know, we're taking them to the emergency department. And so, oh, that's scary. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah. It's not my favorite part, but knowing that they're getting great treatment um, and that uh, people are rallying around them really helps. So, well, thank you for joining Fifty One Connection, Diana. Well, thank you for having me today, Luke. You're welcome. So, th this is Diana talking about volunteer coordinator at the hospital. My name is Luke Jimmer. I'm your host on Fifty One Connection. Thank you for watching Fifty One Connection. Hi, my name is Luke. We're going to go down to the tennis center to talk about Jeff with his job at the tennis center. Thank you for watching Vigilant Connection. Hi, welcome to Vigilant Connection. And I'm here with Jeff Beckwith talking about tennis tournaments. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing good. Great to see you again. So, how did you get involved with tennis tournaments? Interesting question. So, I've been in the community about 13 years, and wow. while I was at Northwood, we would do some outreach things here, come here and talk to people, especially during the Tennis Classic, because that's part of the Dow Tennis Classic, is a lot of the outreach is a big part of it. So that was the first time I ever came into the tennis center was through those. And then uh, I don't, I think there's only been maybe one uh, Dow Tennis Classic that I've missed as a spectator. So I've come every year for that. Um, and then I was on the uh, Greater Midland Community Center board. So was familiar with the tennis center. And then when they were looking for a new executive director um, and the opportunity arose, uh, to get to know more about the tennis center and interview for it. And I feel very, very fortunate now that I'm the executive director here. So it was, it was through relationships that I found out about the opportunity here at the tennis center. Wow. Yeah. What do you do in directing the Dow Classic Tennis Tournaments? So as the tournament director, um, coordinating all the people that volunteer, um, helping with and coordinating the sponsorship because it's from local and national sponsors that make this uh, the Dow Tennis Classic um, an event, and especially as you see on the, the board behind us, Dow uh, Chemical has been a huge part. If it's not for Dow, we don't have this event. So. Uh, it's coordinating everything that goes into it from uh, the plywood that goes down below the bleachers uh, to the volunteers that are 
help and serve food or ushers to the tournament and, and just coordinating all the help. So it's a big role, uh, but I have a lot of people helping us make it successful. And, you know, we've run it, this will be our 34th year wow. of having the Dow Tennis Classic. So way before you were born. Congratulations <laughs> for that. Yeah, thank you. What is important people to know about your job? So it, that we're a, a service industry. We have a service uh, product. So we're providing an opportunity for people to get involved in what I think is, if not the best, one of the best lifetime uh, sports. Because you have, you get the, the physical part with being on the court and playing tennis and moving around. You get the cognitive, which means you gotta think on where to place the ball um, and how to hit the ball at different times and angles. But then the, the most fun thing for a lot of people is the social aspect. So you get all three of those with tennis when you're, you've got a partner that you're playing with and even if it's singles where you're playing one-on-one, -on -one, you're so close to that person for the hour or two hours that you're playing, it's a great opportunity to, to communicate and it's a great sport as a, a co-ed. So male and female can play together, partners and against each other. So about my job is getting the, the right people in the right place, and that goes from our, our tennis professionals that are on the court with other people and, and getting these courts filled. So a little bit of everything going on with it. But, and then the opportunity to talk to people like yourself. <laughs> What is the most rewarding part of the job? Most important part? Probably uh, growing tennis for this facility to be sustainable. Uh, and it's the largest tennis facility in the Midwest and one of the biggest in the whole country, which you might as well say the world. So most important thing is creating a business model that this is sustainable not only for people like us now, but long-term for forever, for our kids and grandkids and everybody else down the road. Wow. What was the most difficult part of the job? Wow, I don't know, difficult. It, it's, I don't know that there's anything that I would say is difficult other than maybe coordinating everything, trying to get to everybody um, give all of our members the attention they deserve. Um, being able to, I see the biggest part of my job also is with our tennis pros and the other people that work here is giving them the resources they need to be successful um, and be the best we can be for our, our, our members. Wow. What will the tennis center look like in 10 years? Well, in 10 years, my vision is that if we were doing this interview, it would have to be upstairs overlooking all these courts being full wow. because there'd be people playing right now and we wouldn't be able to be here in this, this nice area um, because other people would be using it. So that we're able to create a great outreach where anybody that wants to play tennis, 
young, especially the, the youth, the juniors, that they want to learn, they want to be competitive, that we're successful enough that whether it's through scholarships, what have you, we provide the resources they need to get on the court and play and become the best they can be. Wow. Did you have fun doing that? I'm having a great time wow. doing this. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, well, thank you for joining. Thank you, Luke, for the, your time. I appreciate being on your show. Thank you, Juan Conduction, signing off. Jeff and Luke together. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.